Hello there, and welcome to the Paranormal Puffin, a potent puffin sideshow. And I'm your host, Jake Thomas. And here in the studio with me tonight is Kita, the Elk Hound. And on this month of Paranormal Puffin, I'll be discussing Paranormal Orbs. Now, my decision to talk about orbs this month was kind of debated in my mind. It was my initial idea to talk about orbs this month. However, on a side project that I am also working on, um, doing some research for, I thought about going a different direction, but just doing a little further research both towards orbs and into the side project, I decided that for right now, uh, going with the orbs uh, would be a better topic for now. And I'm going to save that research for my side project for my side project, and it will probably manifest itself on the podcast sometime in the future uh, when that content fits in a little bit better, in my mind. And so, this month, like I said, I'll be discussing orbs. Now, the most common um, thing with orbs is for them to show up in photographs. Um, there's been a lot of increase in orbs appearing in photographs uh, since... You know, right around the 1990s, uh, there started being an increase. Um, I think a lot of that's due to digital cameras becoming more popular and accessible around that time. And so more people were taking photos in general. And so more people were, you know, experiencing this phenomenon with the orbs. And if you're not sure what I'm talking about, um, basically... A lot of times someone will take a picture and then they'll go back to look at the picture and notice that there are little spherical floating objects in the picture that weren't there when they initially took the picture. Now there's a lot of different explanations behind this phenomenon from being spirits or other paranormal entities to just being malfunctions or tricks of the camera or to just it being you know just dust or rain or something microscopic that you couldn't see but was within the scope of the lens so we're just going to look at some of these different things and try and figure out what these orbs are and are they paranormal or are they not personally i think you have to look at each photo individually and look at other context clues to really know. And so first I'm just going to go over some of the, you know, camera, you know, explanations involving the camera itself. So basically, you know, how a camera works is it uses light to create a reflection of the image and it, inter and it creates an inverted uh, image based on that reflection and that's what gives you your picture. And so anything, you know, that light could reflect off of will end up in the picture even if you don't see it so like little specks of dust uh, eyelashes that were sitting along the lens they those could you know cause some kind of interference in the final picture and that's one of the easiest ways to write off an orb is you know there's you know some dust or there's a bug or there's a reflection off of you know some waters you know if it was raining um that will definitely cause um orbs to show up in your picture because light 
loves to reflect through water. And, you know, with rain, a lot of people will see the raindrops and think, oh, that has to be an orb because it looks like it's traveling. Because you see a light going, you see like the spherical base of it, and then there's like a trip, like a tail to it almost. But that's would be expected with rain because rain is falling from the sky, you know, and so the most dense part of the raindrop is towards the bottom because the gravity's pulling it down. But light, like electricity, likes to take the path of least resistance, which means it's gonna the light's gonna exit and reflect off of the top of the raindrop where it's less dense. And so that's kind of what creates that tail on the orb and gives it that appearance of traveling. And so that is how water kind of plays into it, especially rain. And, you know, orbs, they come in all different types of colors. That's why some people, you know, get into it, you know, think, oh, it's a reflection or something. You know, it might be, you know, white or not clear, you know. So, but when you start seeing other colors, that can, you think, oh, it's not a flash because it's not the color of you know, what you think of a flash. So, but that can be explained through, you know, different fabrics that are in the area of the picture, you know, because those, the colors of those fabrics, depending on what they are, could cause um, reflection and reflect off to create, to give that color to the orb. But when you start looking at the paranormal aspect of it, those colors um, can be of importance because kind of tell you what the meaning behind the orb is and give you it can be a little extra clues to what's going on spiritually in that area and so going into that that is another explanation of orbs is that they could be spirits of some kind um a lot of times when talking about the spirits and ghosts they have to have um so much energy to be able to manifest themselves and so some believe that it could be a spirit with a lower energy level and that's all that they're able to manifest themselves as is as these little orbs and pictures but they're not able to fully manifest themselves uh, to us because they don't have enough energy and so going back to the colors like i said the colors can give us an idea of what's going on with the area you know if you're taking these pictures as part of like an investigation or you know they come as a surprise but you've had suspicions that you know there could be you know something paranormal or spiritual in the area you know the color of these orbs could give you some clue as to what might be what these spirits are trying to communicate with you and so i'm just going to go over the colors real fast and if you've studied you know the chakra some of this might sound familiar some of it would be different from that as well just because of different theories on the colors but a lot of it kind of aligns with that as well so you see your red and orange orbs they're one of those that have different potential meanings it could be that it's you know, trying to communicate with you that, you know, there's something that's safe or secure about the area, or that it's a spirit that's there to provide safety and security for you. You know, it could have been, you know, someone who you knew, or maybe don't know, but they're there to protect you. They're a protector, a caretaker of some sort, which kind of going into the other theory on red and orange 
can be a little scary because it could also potentially be that it's a negative energy um, that's angry. So you really got to be careful because those are two very opposite ends of the spectrum. You know, it could be something there to provide protection, but it could be something that's angry and, you know, showing itself as red because we associate red with anger. And so it's wanting you to leave, it wants you to know that it's not happy with you there. So you got to be really careful with red and orange, in my opinion, because it could go really either way. Um, green orbs, you know, it could be something there that's, you know, wanting to be loving and compassionate, or it could be something associated with nature. So it could have been, you know, maybe like the spirit of like an animal or, you know, the trees, you know, could be something from nature that's gone on and it's still lingering around in the area. And then you get into, you know, your blues. And blue is usually going to be something there that's to calm you. It wants you to be calm, wants you to know that, you know, everything's mellow here. And it could also be something there to provide you with guidance. And, you know, could be there, you know, hey, it wants to be clear and provide good communication. So, I think maybe if you have like a blue orb and like really good EVPs in the area, that would make a lot of sense because, you know, it wants to have clear communication with you. And so if you see blue orbs, maybe go back with an EVP to the area and, you know, see if you can get something that way. And then you have extra evidence uh, for a haunting in the area. So it could be like, hey, we're here. Why aren't you trying to communicate? We want to communicate. So there it could be that's what they're doing by being blue. It could be just trying to, you know, let off a calming uh, sense of calmness for the area. But it could also be like, hey, we're here. We want to communicate with you if you want to. So I, I think it'd be, you know, interesting to go back to areas that are common with blue orbs and, you know, try some EVPs and other techniques, see what other evidence you can gather, which that's always a good thing with orbs is if you're wanting to prove that it's a paranormal orb and not a camera trick or malfunction, if you have other evidence to go along with it, that will help. And then silver orbs are typically entities that are uh, trapped in that place. Like, they can't leave where they are. So they, they're going to be strongly associated with that. So that's likely, in my opinion, to be, you know, someone who lived there before and doesn't want to leave their possession behind. Then you get into black orbs. Um, black typically indicates that the area is unsafe. Uh, something negative probably happened there in the past. Um, so with black orbs, if you're getting a lot of those, you know, it's probably a good idea not to return to the area or to leave the area. That's the spirits warning you, hey, this is not a good place for you to be. Get out. Or it's just simply that the spirit that's there doesn't want you there. So it's best to respect that and to leave. Um, gray or smoky looking orbs uh, could be a sign of depression of the spirit that's there. Or it could be, you know, the spirit, you know, recognizing, you know, if you're having trouble with depression, they may recognize that and they may manifest that way. And, you know, it just could be their way, hey, you know, you're dealing with this. We want to make sure you know you're dealing with this as well. And so you're, you know, getting a lot of gray orbs in your photographs, you know, might be a way to look. And if you're, and if you are experiencing that, um, might just be 
the spirit realm trying to get your attention like hey go get help for this and I would strongly recommend you do so if you're struggling with that and then pink orbs are often uh, messengers of love so they could be you know maybe something very lovingly happened in this area um, or you know they're just messengers of love and so that's kind of a basic rundown of the different colors of orbs which there's you know multiple more colors with more meanings behind them and you can definitely go deeper into these colors but that's just a basic rundown of some of the more common colors now when looking to debunk orbs and photographs one of the another thing that is good to look at is the location of the orb because that will tell you um, more solidly if it is an orb or if it's something else so in photographs reflections won't fall directly behind a person or an object so if it's like behind something and appears to be following um, someone like it's directly like it's directly behind them then it's probably an orb because there's there shouldn't be a reflection there so then also if it's really dense then it's more likely to be an orb um, if you got something that's pretty transparent it more than likely isn't an, a true orb it likely is just a bug or some kind of reflection or a dust particle so those are two good things to look at to try and tell if you have an actual orb or something else and so now I'm going to kind of look at orbs outside of photographs there's lots of different theories and different ways they've manifested themselves over the years so being outside of photographs it's kind of weird I haven't found just a whole lot on it in my brief research but what I've gathered is you know you have a lot of folklore regarding like ghost lights you no know, lights that appear in a distance but never get closer or never get farther away never get closer they're just kind of out there and there's so many different legends that go out there from miners carrying a light to you know headless specters you know carrying on things like that um but then there's also other things that kind of lend into some of the picture theories as well such as so we go back to the green orbs being something of nature so one thing that physical orbs outside of pictures could be is a lot of folklore think that it could be you know the elves or fairy folk or you know things like that or you know sprites that are in their travel form uh, they go into like these little balls of light to travel and that would make sense being of nature because when you think of you know your elves especially you got you know woodland elves and you know you got all these different types of elves usually associated with a different aspect of nature so that could make sense for a green orb to you know actually be a photograph potentially of an elf in travel form um another thing is you know the will-o'-wisp you know ghost lights uh, as they're called by some you know these could be often explained as you know swamp gases which 
is basically methane and phosphine mixed together and those mix and then together and then you add in oxygen that can cause uh, an internal explosion which gives off you know the light that you see and so that could be a possibility especially if you're in a foggy or swampy area or near um, a sewer where there's you know that wet area filled with decaying substance that could cause that phenomenon and that makes a lot of sense we think that the sightings of that phenomenon has gone down over the years as a lot of swamplands have been drained uh, for developmental purposes and so without as much swamplands around it makes sense that there's been a decline in reports of that type of phenomenon but it's still a possibility and there are still reports of those out there and so again going back to it being you know a fairy or sprite or elf in travel form if their habitat's being taken away it's likely that you know seeing them in their travel form they're not uh, sh they're not showing us that much anymore because we're taking away where they're living and so that could be an explanation in that decline so one more kind of non-picture non-photograph related orb type phenomenon is ball lightning ball lightning is something that has been reported for hundreds of years but it's never until just recently been uh, much understood it's still not very well understood uh, to my understanding but it has recently been recreated in a lab per se and it really does kind of match the description of an orb because they it is just little brown pieces of light that appear and it actually is pretty can be dangerous um i believe it burnt down a church in the 1600s uh, was a very famous case of the ball lightning and there's different theories on what ball lightning is and so it could be orbs uh, the most common explanation for ball lightning um one explanation comes from Vladimir Torchigan uh probably mispronounced that name really badly um but he theorizes that it's not actually true lightning in the sense, but it's actually light that is trapped inside a bubble or sphere of thin air. And since the light's trapped in the air, and it's an, you know it's a bubble of air, it shows itself as you know an orb. And then others believe that it could be vaporized ground material that's been pushed upwards. Uh, by a shockwave and that kind of creates the, the orbs that are seen for just a few brief seconds and then like I said um, the ball line has been cre recreated in a lab um, the way that was done was they had electricity they used electricity to vaporize um, small particles of silicone and when they did that it created um spheres of blue orange and white light that lasted for about eight seconds and so yeah it wasn't necessarily ball lightning but it was but it creates these spheres so if these things 
these right circumstances occur in nature, that could be what people are seeing and accounting it to be, you know, these paranormal spirits or orbs. But is it? I don't know. That's up to you to figure out in your, you know, in your own journey. So, if you're looking at pictures and you see something that you think may be an orb, maybe you got to look into the photograph further and look for other clues. And if it's something that you found during a paranormal investigation, look at the evidence outside of the photograph that you also gathered on that investigation. That may help you determine if this is truly an orb of the paranormal or simply a malfunction or non-ghostly being in your photo. And, yeah. So, there it is. That is a very brief rundown on the orb phenomenon. And I hope you all enjoyed it. If you have any pictures of orbs that you'd like to share, I'd love to see it. Uh, you can email me at potentpuffin at gmail.com or you can connect with me on Instagram or Twitter at potentpuffin and, you know, just, you know, reference this episode so I know what you're talking about and I'd love to see it or if you have a story about, you know, seeing some kind of light um, while you're out that wasn't explained. I'd love to hear those stories from you, you know. So, yeah, and if you enjoyed, you know, keep on listening. Paranormal Puffin comes out every third Friday of the month. And I'll catch y'all on the next episode. I hope everyone, you know, having a good time on whatever you're doing tonight. <laughs>